0: Y'all. It's the world famous Ben right here. Hey, you're now listening to the sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah. All
1: right,
0: here we go. Yes, yes. You are officially listening to the first episode of the Scramble Life Podcast. This is your boy G. And I got my man, L on the other line. Yeah, yeah, what it is, well, we over here, G. That's what's up, that's what's up. So this is the first episode, and I know many of you are probably sitting there like, what the hell is The Scramble Life, and what's The Scramble Life about? So I'm just gonna break it down a little bit right now. Um, About a year, a little over, about a two years ago now, um, I had a concept to do a podcast I didn't know what I was going to do I didn't want it to be all hip hop You know, just some typical shit Where everybody's just regurgitating What everybody else is doing I wanted, wanted to create something that's a little different So this is where the Scramble Life podcast Basically came from It's a concept based on Shit we all go through In life And I'll say this up front too If you don't like cussing you might not want to listen to this But Is based off of what everybody's going through, whether you're in the entertainment business, you work in a regular blue-collar, white-collar job, in-between job. um, You out here just scrambling, trying to make it, period. And, you know, this is going to discuss hang-ups, issues, fun parts, and all different things in between. So we'll get into life stuff, entertainment news, uh, some things that you might be able to uh, get something out of. Uh, we're going to discuss it on the show. Um, so, when I was putting it together, I was going to do it by myself, but I said it would be cool to have somebody involved that um, has been involved in different things I've been involved in, and somebody that has a, a different view on life from different angles. So, we're not just going to have one steady guest all the time. We'll switch it up. You know, it might be somebody else in here. Some weeks might, I might be here by myself. Um, but for starts, um, I decided to bring L in. Now, L, (laughs) if you know hip hop, you know hip hop history, you may know L, 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 uh, is and was, and is (laughs) a part of the legendary hip hop duo, Ill and L scratch, or it's pronounced Ill L scratch, but niggas say and Al Scratch for some reason. <laughs> so I got L on the line, y'all. What's up, L?
2: What's up, what's up, Jake? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we over here, Jake. Appreciate right. you for having me, man, on Scramble Life. This is a great uh, opportunity, like you said, for uh, you to provide another angle and perspective in, in regards to media format and this podcast thing that's, you know, really taking off. And in addition, if I could just add on to what you said with all of those topics, the reason why you decided to do this, I think that, you know, coming where we're coming from and many of those who are listening right now, this is also going to be therapeutic. You know, you know, it's going to be a situation where we'll talk about things that other podcasts might not talk about as well, because we want to provide those angles where we can still socialize. And we all know that communication is, is how we all interact. And right now, it seems as though our voices is what really people are tuning into. So once again, I thank you for the opportunity, bro.
0: Not a problem. Not a problem anytime. time. So um, just to give people a little info on our backgrounds, um, I did music promotions for many years, many years. I mean, I'm technically not involved with it right now, but this is how we met back it's been about 15, 16 years ago now um, when they were... Uh, putting together some things in the early 2000s, such as 12 Inches and side projects and things of that nature, Uh, interviews, things of that nature. Um, But we want to talk about what happened. (laughs) Because it was at one point where LL Scratch was out there, you had to sing with Brian McKnight. Um, What was that, I'll Take her right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yes, indeed.
0: Okay, you had that one, you had to... the first single, which was We're My Homies. Um, both of those are on Mercury Records. Um, but right. it, it just seems like after two or three years, shit just got quiet. It just fizzled out. And the last thing I remember seeing you guys on on TV was it was like a boat. I don't know. It seemed like you was in Saigon or something. I think Greg Scratch was, I mean, uh, Greg Nice was on the record or something like that. I can't remember, but... That was. It seemed like that was the last 12-inch on Mercury, was
2: it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. That was a B-side, actually, I think, to um, okay. to uh, Summertime, if I make no mistake. That's right. right? Yeah, I think so. What oh, no, my my bad. Oh, Brooklyn-Uptown Connection, I think. Maybe that was it. Okay. It's been so long, Z-Man, but, you know, in regards to what happened, yeah. if, if you uh, – if you want to deal with just my perspective, or you want to deal with the group, or um, I don't know which just, way you want to just come
0: at. your perspective, for the most part, on, like, what happened, because it just fizzled out, and then you ended up on a milk carton in Double XL Magazine. That's how, like, right, much right. it touched people, where they was like, yo, these dudes just disappeared. So, let's, right, let's, so let's, just, let's say what, what happened, basically, well, I guess that was 96, 97, where it was kind of slowing down. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, just to start it off, you know, I always been, me personally, always been the kind of guy that wasn't with the crowd. I always did my, my thing to the left. So if the crowd was running that way, I would be going the opposite way. And I was real, real cool with that because I didn't want to be associated with the crowd. You know, I, I'm a real hip hop dude. Like I started off b boy and break dancing, wasn't too good at that, but I had my, um, years and encounters with the police as far as doing graffiti on the trains in New York and my tag name was Al One. So they used to always think it was Al uh, and he was alone, like right? Because E-L-O-N-E, you know, that spells alone. So they would always see me alone by myself. So they thought that that's what it was, even though that really is what it was. But it was Al One because anybody that knows graffiti Let's say your name is whatever, let's say Star. You would say Star One to claim the fact that you are the first original star. Because back in the days, there was a lot of people that was biting. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to make sure you put your stake in the ground and make sure, like, yo, fuck that. I'm our One, dog. I'm our One. I'm our One, Five, Six. That's what it is. But long story short, you know, I've always been the one that goes against the wave. So, um, and in regards to what happened with Ill out scratch, me Ill is still my brother. And salute to Big Ill, Matt, you know what I'm saying? What up, Ill? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my brother forever to the death. Like, you know, we're my homies. Like, that's the homie for real. But in regards to the business and the industry, everybody know this industry. It's, it's, it's some bullshit, Yeah. bottom line. It's just some bullshit. We know what it is. Once you got experience in the industry, you understand what it's really about. It's really worse than the drug game. You know, once you have some insight and you enlighten, enlightened. But um, in addition to things changing, just uh, with the industry, you know, big being shot, pot being shot, uh, the culture just with East Coast, West Coast, that, that was the hype of what it was. But we all know it was, you know, East Coast, West Coast beef. That, that was just some bullshit that the media put out there. But with all that shit happening, in addition to my person like me, you know, Having a seed and, and, and becoming grown and more mature, your priorities shift. right? And that's basically what happened with me. I, I'm a man, so I got my thing together in regards to what was more important to me. And, you know, no disrespect to the hip hop culture and community, because I'm hip hop till the day I die. Right. But in regards to the business of hip hop, that shit got put on the back burner. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Say. I can relate. It's just a lot of piranhas in the business. And I'm a real, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a real. I take shit personal. Yeah. So, 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 so if shit ain't right for me, it's not going to be business. It's going to be some shit where, come on, dog, no. Nah. But I, I, you know, I don't want to portray that because people think I'll scratch that real smooth, brother. But, you know, that's my story long, sure. But as far as it, i scratch, you know, contracts, certain things, numbers, you know, when you have insight on business and you know you're not getting what you deserve in regards to, let's just say, publishing or points or your record is moving a certain amount of units and then you're seeing other things take place and you're on a label that doesn't really understand the culture itself and they're kind of like just piggybacking and tell riding on seeing what other but, labels are doing and trying to, you know, so it's, it's a lot of shit that, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's more than just one thing. It's like so much shit going on. Check it out though. Like, time out.
0: Not to cut you off, but all right. You said they didn't understand the culture. Now that's kind of, I'm not going to say hard to believe, but you got to think before you guys got in there, which was like a, was a, around ninety three, ninety four. before you, you had what, Black Sheep? Who else was in there between like 91 and 94? We had Black Sheep. <laughs> Somebody else they was pushing. Yag yeah. Yeah, Food Front. Yag yeah, Food Front was around the same time they were pushing your stuff though, right?
2: 94,
0: 95. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I guess. the
2: point the point that I make it go mm-hmm. ahead, because I know you want to make a point, but I, I'm I'm gonna make yeah. a bigger point after go, you go make ahead, that. But No, because I just wanted to say that not that they not that they didn't um understand the culture, mm-hmm. they understood the culture very well. But they, you know, and big shout to Dane, You know, culture vultures is a thing that was been going on long before Dane mentioned it. Yeah. So you know, Mercury had Curtis Buck. This is, a, this is a mega rap artist. That's this right. Is a, That's you right. Know? The first so one the big deal. Yeah. So they, they know they know what to do to get to the streets. This is what they do. They understand what it is to move units and make money. Mm-hmm. But do they treat people fairly? No. What they do is they hire people who may be from the street to go, yo, this is what's going on. And we all know back in the day, G, you know, every label was like, you could walk in Mercury, you could walk in that building on A5 and go up top, and you could see several different artists that you love for years. And we'd be walking and passing each other through. Yeah, it was like high school. It was like, so everybody was exchanging and, 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 uh, you know, kicking it and communicating, but not to the point where it was like, yo, listen, this is what we need to be doing together, collectively as a unit to, you know, preserve our culture and keep it. We was all trying to go for the business aspect. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, they were looking at situations that other labels trying to emulate is what i'm saying or catch up or they had people that were working for them who knew somebody Let's say hypothetically at a death jam yo, this is what's coming out this is what we need to do you know the, because you know and not to jump the gun or jump out the window on what we're about to do but that year we know all the great classic albums that came out there was a lot of great music released. the reason what why year, what, what, year just, what year is that what year is that that was 1994, my brother. 1994. Now so
0: wait a minute. Great. I just want. I just want to say something because a lot of people don't don't understand this point. When you guys came out with your single, a lot of people don't know or don't remember. They were running your shit right on the side of big stuff, Craig Mack stuff. Uh, a couple other artists came out that year. Nas came out that year. Nas.
2: Mm-hmm. So everybody, Jay was Jay, Jay was tapping on the door. Jay yeah. was tapping on the door, and they wasn't trying to let Jay in. This is what I'm saying to you, right? You know what I mean? DMX, right? Was no DMX was after that, but Death Jam was going on, Math was killing it, Wound was killing it, you know. I got, got a out of record, so what
0: I'm I got a list, I cut you off. But I got a list right here of some of the releases mm-hmm. from 1994. Uh, let's see, you have Frankie Cutlass, uh, Shays and Lingo, I think they was West Coast, right? Yag Fruit yeah. Front was January 18th, that was in '94. Um, UMC's, this was their second album, I
2: think. My Brothers UMC's, look at that right yeah. here, in New York,
0: exactly. Uh, Casual came out that month, oh no, February of that year. Uh, Fuji's, that was the first album, February. Mm-hmm.
2: You see the love right there. You bounced in West Coast, East Coast. This is what I'm saying. Like the music was solid on both. Sides. It's Sco- just the Midwest and the South, which they released some dope shit too. That's probably later in the year. Go ahead with the
0: play. That was in February. Then you had Schoolie D. That was in February, so he was like, what, that was ten years after when he dropped. So something like that. Mm-hmm. So he was still around putting stuff out. Let's see who else. put. I remember a door. A D O R. A door. I forgot
2: what they. Yo, hold music. on, hold on. Let me. I'm sorry, D. Not to cut you. Did you just say Fuji?
0: Yeah, that was the first album, Blunted on, on Reality.
2: We, yeah, we, but, but, yeah, we can't skip that. That's, that. You see what I'm saying? Like, that year was, that was that shit was iconic, bro. The yeah. Fujis was incredible, still incredible to this day, where it's like, you know, everybody wants them to get back together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Uh, Fifth War Boys, rap a lot. Yeah. <laughs> There you go.
2: That was, that's what I'm talking
0: about. My dirty stuff is in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I worked that project back then. Um, that was one of my many projects I had at that one point with those guys.
2: Big up to Jay Prince. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, Jay Prince, salute my brother.
0: Uh, Gangstar, hard to earn. Sometime around March 8th.
2: Come on, you see, classic. Man. What a blessing.
0: Let me see. Main source. Blessing. I remember this. This is like their second album. Uh, Fuck what you think. That came out. Hello, uh, so my brother. Dk yeah. that Word. <laughs> uh, let's see. He had <laughs> the Roots from the ground up. That was April fifth.
2: Man, man, legendary. Yeah, legendary, legendary.
0: You had the Roots. Uh, DJ Cool twenty minute workout. That was in April.
2: Mm.
0: Nas was in April.
2: April Shaheen. That. That's they, 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 Shaheen even came out. Look at that.
0: Yeah. Outcast was in April. Southern play at least the uh, Cadillac music. That was in April, late April. Jody
2: South was getting in there. I understand,
0: <coughs> man. Then you get into the month of May. Uh, nothing. Well, you had South Central Cartel. They dropped. That was like west, 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 deep west coast right there. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, what else dropped in May? You had 8 Ball MJG, Ahmad, Heavy D, mm-hmm. J-Rule, the Damager, mm-hmm. album number one, J-Rule. Wow, Master P, Blue J. top Master quality. P. Uh, let's see what else you got there. Sixty nine boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you got good a, party
2: music though, but that's good yeah, party music. Yeah, right? good.
0: I mean, it was a lot of albums dropped that year, and, and the difference mm-hmm. between now and then is this was it. It wasn't eight million other people out there on SoundCloud or whatever the fuck band right. You know, it's like this was it. And everything Mm -hmm. else was just people sending CDs and cassettes to record labels. And if you got on, you got on.
2: Yeah. And G keep in mind, I'm not sure if you finished with the list, if you want to keep going, keep in mind, this was something where everybody was tuning into these albums. Everybody was listening. Everybody was anticipating to see, Oh, what's going on? Because just remember, and, and correct me if I'm wrong prior to that, Snoop had just dropped the shit at the end of '93, if I make no mistake. So see. that shit, okay. that shit just sonically was changing the game of hip hop, as far as rap was concerned. You know what? Hold on a second. Let me think. If I make no mistake, I think Doggy Style dropped in the third quarter, third or fourth quarter of '93, and when everybody heard that, no matter where you was in the country or the world for that matter, you knew. Dre had his hands on something special. They had that dog pound shit. That death row shit was coming. Yeah. And niggas felt that throughout the world. Niggas knew like this, that's something, that's different right there. You yeah. know? Yeah. Was it 93? Am I right?
0: I'm still in 94, but I'm looking at this list to see if it came out in 94. It might have been 93. Because I don't see You're it on I'm here saying. for like the, the fall releases. Because once you start getting into August. Uh, you had L.L. Scratch, uh, Grave Diggers, Organized Confusion, Public Enemy. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. D-d-d-d- Big Daddy Kane. That was the one uh, Jay-Z was on, I think. No, was on. no, that ain't the one Kane was on. I mean, uh, Jay-Z mm-hmm. was on. You okay, see see. Yeah. Big, Biggie Ready to Die, September 13th. Look at that.
2: See what I'm saying? Come on. Come yeah, on, That's
0: man. 94. Um, Come on. Craig Mack, next, well, that was the same month. His album came out, The Youngsters, Keith Murray. This is all September. I'm in September then. So this was like the back to school releases. You know how that went back then. Yeah. That yeah. shit was important.
2: <laughs> that was that was the, I think that the first quarter in that time of year was probably the most important.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. You know? Then you get into October, you got common, resurrection, um. None Death, Another one. Death Row, Murder Was the Case, Dig Planets, Blow Out Cone, which was a good album. Um mm-hmm. the, CD, the Coop. Coop. Twista, uh, Scarface. I try see? See?
2: Midwest coming in right
0: there, baby. Artifacts. Fushnikins. Brand newbie and everything is everything. I remember that album. That that was actually at the top of that- November. That was dope. That was a dope album, too. So these are releases like that, right right before Thanksgiving, right before Christmas. So all these albums in the month November of November in 1994 was critical. Or the release dates was kind of critical because it, it was right yes. before the end of the year. So in November, November, what else you had here? You got P-Rock and CL Smooth, the main ingredient. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq Food, The Return. Wasn't you on that album? That was 94? It says November 8th, 94. It could be wrong, though, because I'm just sort of nope,
2: No, no, yeah, I think we was on there. We did a joint called Mike Check 1-2. Yes, indeed. I remember yeah. that. Yep.
0: So that was November 8th, 94. And then uh, you got uh, Method Man to Cal. That was in November 15th, 94. RBL right, Posse. Right. Let's see. Uh, then you got into the 22nd, which was Ice Cube, Ice Cube uh, Bootlegs and B-Sides. Red yeah, Man, yeah. Uh, there's a dark side, Slick Rick behind bars, and then November 25th you had Triple Six Mafia, Three Six Mafia smoked out, Loked out.
2: No, not Quick question, G. Yeah. With the Ice Cube drink, was that was that priority? If I make no mistake.
0: I'm, I'm positive that was priority because I was getting
2: service. Okay, see. So, G- yeah,
0: that was priority all
2: day. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if we do the science, if you just take a look at all of those albums you named, right? I got two points to make. A lot of those labels was in that same building at 825 8th Avenue. A lot of those labels. And imagine all of those artists just interacting. But really not talking in depth, in detail, like how we all talk now. Because you're moving quick, you fast, you young. You know, you get popping. These labels are trying to give you what looks like money back then. Because when you're younger, you think that's money. You're not really, you know, in tune with how the financial market works or whatever. Right. Then now, in addition to that, imagine, just imagine visualize this concept if there was a tour that was put together just the annual tour the tour of when these certain albums were released and all of those artists from that year when those albums were released went on a tour around the world do you know what type of economic gain we're talking about but you know what
0: a lot of these cats they were touring they were doing dates back then. you remember how it was because it was so many more urban or black nightclubs. It was still kind of a, um, I mean, it's still, still kind of underground. It, it was still, still kind of underground. underground. So, you know, yeah, like, like yeah. here, for example, you had a club and they were open for like about four years, but that's where everybody brought the artists they wanted to bring. And, you know, you rent the place for like $600, security included. You know, the, the owner gets the bar, you get the door or whatever, and that's what it was. And you got the sound system going right. here, and that's what it was. And so many situations were set up like that. Before everything just got super commercial, you know what I mean. So and now it's yeah. totally different because they're doing the three hundred and sixty deals and everything. So everybody prices have shit doubled and tripled and quadrupled since then. Back then, so back then you get an artist for five thousand, six thousand dollars. Now, shit, those same cats is going for thirty on the, the lowest of the lowest end. You know what I mean? So if you Correct. got somebody with a name, yeah. you paying eighty to two hundred plus now to get them because of the 360 deals in the middle of it. But yeah, that's the way it used to be. I know you remember that doing those spot dates, you know?
2: Indeed. And, and in addition to that, I can recall when prior to what they call having, you know, a hip hop event or a rap event where you needed at least a million dollars insurance, those mm-hmm. those times didn't even exist back then. You didn't need a million dollars insurance at the event because guess what? It wasn't no bank. It wasn't no shootings. It was everybody was coming to chill, have a good time, party, have a fun time, talk to the chicks, go home, get a couple numbers, and that was it. But after all of that violence and stuff started entering into the game, that's when you start seeing these million dollar policies and even more than cents. that at certain venues. Yeah, and that's when I It was like, yo, we know nah, we good with that. Like we got into music to get away from it. I could have did that on my block in the hood. Yeah. I got into music. They get away from that. Now the the block is where this industry is. Non-cipher. I'm good with that. So you know, like I said before, that's always been my method to move away from the crowd because when there's a herd, that herd gets slaughtered. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's those rare few in between that survive and have those tactical skills to navigate through those treacherous waters where it's like they could see that ahead of time. So that that's what that's about, bro. All
0: right. So. We're going to pick up that topic another day. We're probably going to 95, 96. 97 is very important because that's when everything really was starting to get formatted for what was to be from 97 to 05. And then we could get into 05 to 10. And man, I could talk about this shit for days, but We'll pick that uh, up another time Because like I said We really don't want to just talk about music stuff Because I know some of y'all sitting there like Man, fuck this shit I ain't trying to hear all that But uh, We'll exactly. we'll get back into it one day um, But we're going to get into a little bit of news right now And talk about uh, some other things going on in the world right quick um, First off, it was an incident Sometime, I guess within the last 30 days And the viral video has started floating online Where the sister was going crazy Or off on people on a spirit airline flight. I said I didn't wanna mm. I didn't wanna look at the video. Well I saw the video and, you know, her movements and her pointing fingers or something like that, but I said I really didn't wanna listen to it just yet. Because I wanted to save it for the show and like just listen live and see what it's about. I know you said you saw some some parts of it. So what I'm gonna do right now yeah. is uh try to pull up this clip and see what was going on with this sister. Uh, with her situation. Is there
3: no I'm sorry, need to get on my nah, me. Go to the You see what she go to the I need to get she to to Y'all see, that's the lady doing ma'am, me, look, and then she coming, you look, to to I don't front front try to front do front front it, the use the bathroom, then watch, the, bathroom. watch. watch. the lady, the lady is being arrested with me, You're You're not listening. Listening. I'm, I'm not
1: a child. Well, I'm grown. I'm trying she's to use the like bathroom. The lady is coming. I, I, to I get see get the bathroom. Door,
3: now lady. she needs to you get to her door. Can I get to my bathroom? No. What do I gotta listen to? No. No. What no. You. You you do go I gotta listen to? Are you my boss? <laughs> <laughs> you are white <laughs> privilege. You're not my boss. <laughs> <Okay>. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're not my boss. <laughs> I need to get and you're to my not my boss. You're white privilege. Sit down. You don't have privilege over me. Oh, I don't. Thank you. You have no, but all of a sudden, you got to go back here. You wait for me to get to my bathroom and have respect for me like you've been having. She's talking
0: to an airline
2: stewardess.
3: Call them. Him.
0: Call
2: him. Good.
3: And I need to get to my bathroom. So you write and respect people. You have white privilege and it's not here. It's over with. It's 2020. Yes, Wake up. You got a mask on. So you're under the government too. You're confined. And you don't have white privilege anymore. I'm a queen, uh, California. Uh, she was from a black queen. Okay, well, I need You to don't to talk because you so, so privileged someone. that you gotta get to somebody else and tell them you're not listening. I don't have to listen to you. Then go to the bathroom. You don't, you don't run annoying. me. You, you go to annoyed. the bathroom. You shut up and stay on your lane. Okay. You have nothing to do with this little girl. I'm not talking to you. I don't care. Listen to your mama. I don't care. She should've told, I know I don't you don't care. care. You so grown. Ma'am, I need to get to my- Okay, thank you. you. And I'm to the bathroom. Like I said, y'all don't run people. You don't run America, you run yourself. Get so get off your little mentality that you better than somebody because you're not. Thank you, yeah, huh? That's what I say. See this little shit right here? Mm-hmm. This whole little mentality. But you need to understand you don't run America no Eat more. everyone seated at this so, time. That's you know me. And guess what? When I was 14, they said, Oh, you people <laughs> are so <to> <laughs> <smile."> <laughs> <laughs> out that white bitch." When she told me that all y'all white people are so to say. And that's how I got off that bus in Richmond, California. So you can think all you want to. All y'all people is all the same. That's what y'all teach in your house. But black people don't teach that hate in our house. You need to understand that. Yeah, yeah. We don't teach hate in our house. Y'all teach hate in your house. Y'all narcissists. But you ain't gonna play that shit with me. Yes, because I'm not a slave. I never came from Africa. I'm an indigenous person in this country. You shut tell. up. You're Let me cool. tell you instead you're of y'all right, what your right, mama taught you. Let me tell you the truth. I'm the queen in this motherfucker. You understand me? You came from my color. Black make every color. You understand me? Black make every young people are going extinct. And that's why you're mad. You can't procreate. That's what eugenics was about. That's what eugenics the Darwin theory Because y'all know the truth, I've been waiting to say this. I've been waiting to say this all my life. You're mad because only black people have the genes to procreate. And y'all know the truth, you come from me. A black person can make any color in Africa white with blue eyes and blonde hair just like you, have a twin, one my color and one your color. It's called Esau and Jacob. You be quiet, yeah, for real. And I got the promise to my people, and you mad because the promise is coming. You understand me? You'll never, you can take me to jail. You're mad. Go ahead. Now, let me let let me let my people know the no, truth she's on this
2: motherfucker.
3: The whole Esau and Jacob, you mad? 'Cause the promise is coming to my people and you think we stole the birthright but it's you shut up bitch it's coming to us damn. it's coming to us Yo nothing about it that's why y'all are so mad but this whole corona shit is all about is that God is coming back for his people and I don't give a damn He's going right. And when it comes, oh, y'all got to get this righteous oh, shit out of here. Because if you don't, you can't accept the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't give a damn. That's what it's all about. He looks like you and he looks like me. That's what he looks like. I'm tired of it. She gon' get it, they think I got so much white privilege to tell people what to do, but she need to understand California is a black queen, and that's who I am. I will,
1: I'm mm.
3: gonna She laughing is funny, but she need to understand and respect the queen when she see one in her face. Bow down, bitch, because your eyes is recessive. <laughs> I got the dominant gene, I took all, I got A+. plus. And all of it.
0: Okay, mama. I'm That's Lord. right. I'm sorry. That's right. Everything. Sure. 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 <laughs> Yo. Oh. What the fuck did I just watch?
2: <laughs> Yo, you, what you just witnessed and what you just testified with your eyes to is the fact that, you know, People are, I ain't going to say people, Black people in America is tired of being pushed and shoved around. Is I know that me? part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I'm you your know? shit. I know that Yo, part.
2: Babe. Yo, that sister was not having it. She was on steam full ahead. That's it. You know? She was dropping knowledge on it that went over their heads. Like a lot of people probably on that plane don't even know about the poet. Uh, I think his name was Garcia from Spain who wrote uh, a fictional novel about uh, a queen—I think her name was Khalifa—who was raised. Uh, raised she, it was it was an island of black women warriors, and she went abroad uh, to conquer the Muslims. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Conquer, I'm sorry, to, to, to conquer Christianity. You know what I'm saying? So, so they not understanding her her, her in, internal energy and where that's coming from. But it's like the physical aspect of that other woman approaching her, touching her—is just to say, move out the way like you don't right, exist. Right. It's like, yo, now, I get, now I, you fall. I, talk- I, I get that part.
0: But the other four minutes and 30 seconds of the whole shit, man. See, I try to look at things with an objective mind. Seriously. I get, the, I get it, man. You know, I, I fucking studied every goddamn thing on Earth between probably 86 and now and still studying and learning daily but
2: <laughs> nigga,
0: well, my, my whole beef is and I get it man and I she shuddered she's she, sh- she should have sh- stopped at like minute number two or some shit like that just the whole embarrassing aspect of black people showing out in public you know I've seen this shit my whole life And I know you in New York, you might look at it a little bit different because the motherfuckers up there is just wild anyway all day. But, dude, just chill the fuck out. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because I I hate being in public, especially when you're around a bunch of white folks and niggas just start going crazy. Because to me, it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know how you feel about that shit. What do you think? You know? No,
2: I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Just in general because, Yeah. I, I'm with you with that 100. percent I understand exactly where you're coming from. It's kinda like, you know, kind of like, I go turn
0: Farik on. I want to hear some <laughs> some history lessons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. Shit. Yeah, umar, yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt.
2: Know. It's kind of like, you, it's kind of like you want them to make their point and just get on out, right, man? But see what happened. What happened? What happened is, Greg is is that you know, a lot of times where you know you so oppressed. It's just—it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I get it. Yeah. believe me, I get it.
0: I damn sure get it. But fuck, this
2: just—just <laughs> just going. Oh, I know, I know, oh, bro. Oh, I know. Oh, dude. I know. Oh, dude. I know. And we see this shit so
0: much, man. You see it on World Star. You see it on these other sites, and it's like, damn, what the fuck? But I get it. I get it, man. But um. You know, come on, man. Let me ask you this: what, Go
2: ahead. Was, was, she, was she was she was she was she wrong for going off that long? If if, if 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 let's say, for example, this is somebody who never had you know mental therapy. This is somebody who never had emotional guidance. Where she's experienced all of these traumas from a young girl and witnessed it and now read all of her history and know all about her people, and then that happens and that triggers it. Is she is she is she wrong for going off for just four minutes? And shit's been happening
0: for hundreds of years. For for know, the bro. for the minute for for, for the for the for,
2: uh-huh. the for the minute,
0: I get it. But when you go into a whole goddamn Sinekter show lecture and shit, that's, that's when the shit get that's crazy. True. So that's uh, true. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just like, come on, man, it's just the extra shit. And I get it. I know it's a cultural I thing with us because when we go off, we go off different. ain't and you just go sit over there, and that's the end of that, and and that's that, or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. And, well, I know, man. It's it's in it's in us.
2: Well, goddamn. And, and gee, and G, this I know, I know, cause it's embarrassing for me too. Sometimes I've been out with some females, and I'm like, oh, yo, I'm trying to, yo, why are you going with like cheap? I've been in that situation where I feel embarrassed because I'm associated with the female who's, yo, she let loose. I can't even stop. I, but I got to let the queen go. Right. That's the queen and your queen. She going to go. I got And guess what? If anybody rile up against this queen, I got to physically handle it. This is, yo, listen, this is chess. So guess what? That's what it is. That's what it is. But at the same time, I understand. I understand what's going on. It's like, if it was up to me, and listen, I'm not a violent dude. I, I don't condone violence in any form or fashion. But guess what? It would be quicker to, for me to do a situation where it's like, I'm not gonna verbally rage you in front of all these people. I would rather just slap the shit out of you right now, and then you (laughs) shut the fuck up and go back to your seat. If I could do it that way, then I'd be good. But guess what? Then the authority's gonna be called, I'm gonna be. And so now, that's our only weapon, is to verbalize. That's the weapon we have to use. Even though it's embarrassing, unfortunately, but that's what they have to do, you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> I know what you're
0: saying or It's like damn enough is enough Nah you know like I said I get the whole standing up bit Believe me But this is my point You can stand up as much as you want Like I said a minute to two minute little rant Cause that lady tried to push her out the way Like man fuck this motherfucker I get it Two, a minute two minutes Like yo boom 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 But five minutes I'm like it's just—it's just too much, man. It's just too much, and that's just—you know—my view on things, man. You know,
2: we just gotta. Yo, but this. G, but G. In addition to that, not to cut you off, but let's 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 talk about it real quick, mm-hmm. and then we can move on. But the the additional two minutes. See, the thing is, if me and you having a beef, I'll beef with you. Let me and you beef. It was some sidebar shit. Now y'all jumping me. So now, when you finish beefing with me, G, and I squash you, I'm gonna go back to this other motherfucker that tried to jump me. Now you are gonna really get. It. Because ain't, it ain't none of your business. And that's what she was saying. She was handling that other chick that was in her chair that should have just mind her business. And now she's going to get it. Because you wanted to join in, just so you wanted to join in, now I'm going to show you why you shouldn't have joined in. Right, and that's right. what that was about.
0: Now, I, I, under, I, under, I understand that. But still, you could have condensed that whole situation to two minutes. <laughs> no five minutes, man. That yeah, shit yeah. was, like, that shit was long she. as hell, man. But, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it is what it is. But we about to move on to the next story, man. Um, I know when we origi- were originally planning to do the show about a month ago, I think it was an NFL player that got in trouble for uh, trying to sneak a girl into the camp. With like um, staff outfit on or something like that, and he booted his ass out the camp. They might have uh, boosted boosted him out of the league, didn't they? Yep. Unfortunately. All right. Well, guess what? This shit don't happen again. So, uh, this one cat played for the damn Houston. again. He, yeah, he played for the Houston Rockets, Daniel House. So basically, uh, he's been kicked out of the NBA bubble environment in Orlando uh, after the league say he broke COVID protocol by having an. An unauthorized guest in the hotel room. Now, check this out. The person that was invited was a female COVID tester. (laughs) So I I guess he was getting tested out there for COVID and probably was like, yo, you know what? um, You know what I'm saying? You done with this shit? You know, wash your hands or whatever, you know you know <laughs> come on up really? to, come on yeah, you to the know room. I'm clean you know what I'm saying yeah. come on up to the room come up to the room but despite the fact uh, she wasn't allowed to hang out with the players when when she was off the clock she broke her shit too whatever but uh let's see uh players are only allowed to have authorized guests in their hotel room uh people who have been approved by the league so apparently she wasn't approved to go up into the rooms or whatever So the NBA investigated the situation and allegations. Uh, They didn't identify the unauthorized guest by name. The league clearly states House broke the rules. So since he broke the rules, uh, the NBA has concluded its investigation of a recent violation of campus health and safety protocols. Uh, And basically the findings are that uh, Daniel had a guest in his room over multiple hours on September 8th. Uh, who's not authorized to be on campus. Um, So basically he's leaving the campus. uh, He will not participate in the Rockets team uh, in additional games this season. What's left of it? So that's that. So basically here's to my man.
3: Was
2: it worth it? Was it worth it? Damn, my brother, it's never really worth it. When you look at it, it's never really worth it, G. We know that, but these as young players, I mean, and this dude has a family, from what I understand. It's more involved, man. It's crazy. This is crazy because uh, you know it take it take a couple of hours to get the results for the uh, for your coronavirus test. So it's not something that happens in one hour. I don't know, you know, what the situation was, but her being up in the room for a few hours that could be a possibility now. You know, whether she's supposed to give him the test, exit, come back, and then let him know there was, I don't know, the protocol on that. But she's a COVID tester, but they said that she was unauthorized.
0: Yeah. So the question she now is, is is what's going to happen with that $3.4 million contract from last year that he signed? Right.
2: But I think it was only for one year? or, or was um, it, Let's uh, see.
0: Let's uh, see. An uh, annual average salary of... Uh, yeah. Three point seven and two and
2: twenty. And you earn a basic salary at three. Because I could get on some shit where now. They now now it's more like you know we can't get no pussy no more. What's it, I mean? What's going on? Like what's the, you know what I'm saying? G like where, where we at with this? Yeah, we you know? had
0: to we had to do a follow up on what's going to happen with his contract. But for now, yeah, his ass is out. So they probably gonna have to uh, alter some shit there or edit some shit during his contract. But. It is what it is, man. You making all that fucking money, man. You can't come up with no no other plans to uh get some pink sleeve other than bring her up yeah, to the yeah. campus. You know, like, goddamn, take her in the, the fucking garbage trailer or something. I don't know, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And uh I'm sure he messed up. But we'll follow up on that one later. Uh right now yeah, and
2: salute to the bubble.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Big up to him, man. He's he's worked hard for what he got. Just you know, stop trying to bring bras up in the bubble. <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's that right there. But um, before we get out of here, um, we're gonna talk another hip hop piece. Um, MC Shan, Sean Moki. Uh, a lot of people don't know who MC Shan is. That's probably younger because MC Shan kind of got up, got caught up in between. L.L. and K.R.S. one in the mid to late 80s, and, and their movements taking off more so than his did. And Shan's always been a man's man. He always stood up for what he believed. You know, uh, we saw that several times with the Juice Crew situation, even leading on up to what's going on with him
2: right now. But, but, but G., for what's those out? that don't know, when you say with K.R.S. and L.L., like what specifically you're talking about, was there wreckage? was there battle, was there beef Like what we
0: talking about Oh yeah, there, there was definitely beef uh, between the two crews And if you go online, people, there's plenty of uh, stories out there Even if you go on MC Shan's uh, Instagram account You'll see different things that'll explain His beef with LL, his beef with krs On krs one in, in particular uh, He talks about his beef with him and, and different things like that But they all dropped albums around that time It's a very interesting story, but He's a legendary MC. Uh, you know, he's, his first album came out in 1987, you had Down By Law, in 88 you had Born To Be Wild, then you had the Joint uh, Played Again, Shan, I think that was the one where he was wearing like zoo suits or some shit in the video, and I I totally hated that, man. But um, mm-hmm. that was that, but yeah, those first two albums is definitely classic and was slept on, uh, I think both of them was actually under Cold Chilling Records. Yeah, um, you know, he wasn't on the symphony, but he was definitely a part of the juice crew. Um, so that, that's that right there in a nutshell. And we can get into the singles, you know, his big single was uh, The Bridge, and then he had many others around that time period, um, between '85 mm-hmm. and '88, and then everything you know from '90 to '2013 was something different. But you can check all that shit out, it's out there online. But let's fast forward to 2020, MC Sham hip hop legend old school rapper uh he's showing you how you live on his instagram page and some of this shit is just raw as hell but at the same time he's the fucking best dad ever the, should be a poster child i think for uh for, for black fathers or some shit like that um <laughs> yeah, seriously man because he be he be drinking his sutter home and working on stuff with the kids there and you know traveling all over the country with his rv rv with his kids and just doing different dad type Kay. things man but at the same time he hood as hell with it you know he's beefing
2: with his, enjoying his life. he yeah, joining his life he's
0: That's beefing right. with his baby mama at like five in the morning somewhere down south on a back road it's crazy shit oh, but um
2: yeah.
0: What I want, I want you guys to check out his page. So I find this shit interesting because I don't watch Love and Hip Hop or any of that scripted stuff like that, but this shit is interesting to me. Right. Um, just like somebody else, a lot of us been watching in the media here lately with their life and the stories they telling about their friends, but we ain't going to touch that. But uh, this is MC Shan <laughs> at home. You <laughs> know, um, let me see here. I, I want to play one of his clips. Now, this last clip is interesting because he gets into people getting on him because you know every time you see him he got what he calls a shizzle oh no a whistle in his hand and that's basically his little bottles of Sutter Home now Sutter Home Sutter Home is a wine that's pretty much all he drinks now I guess but I never really got into Sutter Home wine like it's obviously used to see him for like free at like hotels or like you know banquets and shit like that but that's his shit Actually, they
2: yeah. may be cutting him a check. They might be cutting Shannon a check. He might be smarter than we think, bro. Trust me. Oh yeah. yeah. shit.
0: Yeah, he, <laughs> and that's another part we forgot because he's still getting checks, uh, and that's what yeah. another another part of this story that makes it so interesting because the nigga is not broke. He out here buying yeah, school not, buses here, and <laughs> you know RVs, and you know, if you want to look up another side note on parsley, maybe why he got cash. Look up what's the name of that record? Informer. The name of the artist is Snow, and the name of the song is Informer. Now, he put Snow on to make that record, which went on to sell millions and millions of copies. Was that
2: that, 91? I think that was
0: 91. Yeah, it was like 91. Yeah, look look it up. Mm -hmm. Snow, uh, Informer. But that was his artist he put out, and of course, he's getting chips off of that whole deal. But what we're going to do right now... Continuously. Yeah, continuously. Um, We're going to play one of Shan's latest clips... And this gets into his whole situation where he's talking about his drinking Because people have been hitting him up like, yo, you know, what you doing, what you doing He's like, I'm going to explain to you how I move And what some of the fucked up shit uh, I've gotten into in the past You know, is versus what's going on now So y'all ain't got to worry about me But just check out the clip right quick
1: One time for your mind, two time for your soul, it's your boy Shizzle Y'all already see, I appreciate y'all motherfucking concern." and all of that shit, right? (laughs) No, I appreciate that. Let me tell you something. This right here is an easy motherfucking road. If any of you motherfuckers out here have never been caught, mandated into sobriety, now that's when you talking about a motherfucking beast. Okay? Five years ago, doing dumb shit once again, fucked around, got fucked up in the game. But I was getting coked up I was popping mollies I was doing everything that a nigga's DJing in a strip club Motherfucker possibly do Get here <laughs> You know what I'm saying I got arrested But I was So I went from Going to sniffing coke Popping mollies and coke at the same time <laughs> Drinking everybody Yo I want some of that I want some of that My fucking cup used to be full of so much liquor that the shit will be glowing Because the shit is toxic radiation now Nigga done mixed everything Throw that shit down And be good Then I got arrested And it went from all right, nigga I go see the judge in the morning Bail yourself out And you know they put you on the screen right? The stipulations To my fucking getting out In order for me to Right out that year before my court date went was You gonna go to motherfucking AA meetings every day You gonna come to the fucking probation office Every day for two years then not give a fuck I got pissed on Mondays And I got pissed on Wednesdays And then they would give us a break on Friday But we'll let you come in with any kind of alcohol one time I thought I was a smart ass. Okay, I thought I had that forty-eight hour shit pinned out. I fucked around and had me a case of whizzles. Just four <laughs> on a Friday.
2: <laughs>
1: come Monday, I pissed in the cup. Set her home. She said, Mr. Moki, come here, cause I'm walking out the door. <laughs> and when they say come here like that, I just knew I was going to jail for nine months. But this whistle shit, that shit is some simple shit. It's hard when you get court mandated, motherfucker. That means I got bailed out. And from the day I got bailed out, I had to go check in with the POs. I had to go do this. I had to go do that. Piss in the cup. All that shit. So ain't nothing like court mandated sobriety. Right now, I got a leisure option to just slow my shit down. So... I understand the concerns about fucking just straight stopping. If you think these whistles is some shit, nigga, when I got arrested back in motherfucking couple of years ago, nigga, I was drinking everything under the sun. You talking about motherfucking nigga go to, go to the club ready. I got a DJ for the night. They would buy me. Mus- I'd have Moscatos piled underneath the fucking table, throwing them down all night. And then had to go from fucking drinking ass, popping molly ass, sniffing coke ass, smoking <laughs> weed motherfucking ass, Shan, to soap the very next motherfucking day. So you want to talk about a struggle? These whistles ain't shit. Do so I appreciate y'all concern, but I'm going to do what I, I got to do. And on another note, what I did positive today was I started a new business. You know, I just went and got a business license. Fuck it, you got to spend the money to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, but I wasn't drunk. That was the whole difference. I wasn't drunk. And I wasn't thinking about getting to the next whistle. My mind was constantly on, yo, you got this bus. You got to have the business license. You have to have this because I can't put it under the business I already got. So I got to put another business out and pay another fucking fee. But guess what? It keeps me legal. It keeps me... From falling underneath the fucking bus is all I'm saying. <laughs> and so, I've been on a positive note. I wasn't drunk by two. This is how much I still have in my other whistle. This is two of two, and I'm gonna try. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna fucking probably fall off the wagon about fucking nine o'clock after I eat that chicken and shit. <laughs>
0: but I ain't gonna lie. <laughs>
1: I'm on <laughs> fucking my own okay. doing this, not court yeah. mandated, but I understand and recognize my problem, so I'm gonna get to it, yeah. and that's the end of the day, but I appreciate y'all's concern, but I'm not concerned. I've been on court mandated sobriety, nigga. Where you go from getting fucked up today to tomorrow, you can't have shit. Fuck your shivers. Fuck all the withdrawals you going through. Who gives a fuck? You better <laughs> not come in here and pissing that cup fucked up, nigga. You're going away for nine months. And then when you come out, you're going to start over from day one. Think I was doing that shit? You got me fucked up. One time for your mind, <laughs> two time for your soul, it's your boy shit. You mad. Yo, history. he's so
2: real. I, you know what? I got that. He kept it 100. That's a jewel for a lot of people who going through that. Gee, yeah. because right now, man, it's about 22,000 people that die just from liver disease alone. And, you know, excluding accidents and homicides, the number of alcohol-induced deaths, I think, is like, it's like over 35,000. So he's maneuvering the system and navigating through that shit where he's like, he get his business right. And like he said, he's only doing that. I'm not promoting alcohol in no way. Don't get it twisted. But he's, he's like, yo, I'm doing these little, what do you call it? Swizzle? Whizzle? Uh, swizzles, right? Yeah.
0: Wizzle, swizzles. He's one, doing one these Sutter
2: home. He's doing these, <laughs> yeah. He, Sutter home. Sutter home. He's doing his swizzles. So you know what? I got to applaud the brother because he did acknowledge the fact that other people was concerned for him. But yo, I got to tell you, man, I think Shan, he deserve his own show, man, on the network. Like he seriously, does. because his shit is not scripted. It's not scripted and it's telling you in fact how somebody from back in the days because there's a misconception somebody from back in the days who still may have a vice or whatever handles his business conducts himself in a certain way where he 100 real and he's doing okay it's not a problem on you know what a, i'm on saying? not si- saying oh. that it's right what he's doing mm-hmm.
0: but on a side note what i'm gonna do today is I'm going to listen to Born to be Wild. That was his second album, which is my favorite MC Shan album. You got to pick that up. That came out October 25th, yeah, 1988. Listen to that album because that album yeah. was dope. And that's the one here lately where a lot of people have been lining that up with KRS-One's second album and trying to compare them. Beat Wise, lyrics Wise, okay. and the biting and all that shit and so on and so forth. But listen to both albums. Uh, by I'm any, by, that any, up by right any means here. necessary and listen to MC Shan Born to be wild Both came out in 88 I think Karas one album Came out like in the spring And uh, of course Shan's album Came out later in the year But check both of them albums right. out But on that note What we're going to do right now Is go ahead and end This first episode Of the Scramble Life Podcast I want to thank everybody For listening If you have any questions Or comments Or anything else Feel free to email us The email is the Life At gmail.com that's the Scramble Life at Gmail.com. So check us out. Yay! Maybe next week, maybe the week after. Hopefully next week we'll come with another episode and we'll take it from there. But this is G. You got L on the other line, and we about to get out of here, y'all.
3: Yeah, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's the world Yay! famous Ben Right here. Hey, you're, you're now listening, listening to the, the sounds of the Scramble, the life, Scramble life
2: podcast. Are right,
1: you ready? L yeah. All right, here we go.
0: Van Glorious, yeah, <laughs> Motherfucker. Van-Glorious. yeah, <laughs> Motherfucker. van And no.